1: Escaping Denver, Episode 9, The Bite. Andre's dead. I shouldn't have left him for so long. When I heard the shooting... I stayed hidden. I know it was the cowards.
2: <laughs> Shit! Huge fucking understatement. Get down on the ground. I just got here. Bullshit! Three dead at the doorway. Another inside. Doesn't take a genius. Please. Give me your gun. Go- oh,
1: f- I just. And he's dead. I just threw him across the room. Thirty feet. I just threw him. What the
2: fuck did they do to me?
1: Back on the old rooftop. See, I needed air and figured I'd just bring you guys along with me. Where to start? Well, let's get the sad part out of the way with Andre. What a legend. I know we barely got to spend any time with him, but I genuinely feel like I know him as well as I know Noah or Sarah. It's weird to hear about other aspects of this maze base like that andre went up five floors i didn't even know going up that high was an option for them and what would the other floors have had his was our first experience with a non-soldier member of the collective also that that mustache guy the one taking notes what was his deal scientist bait pissed andre off that's for sure andre with his superhuman sight the guy could see the invisible electric walls Definitely took the puzzle out of that level. Well, we've landed on the real thing we should be talking about. Powers. Andre wakes up and can see like never before. Noah is healing faster than any human should. And now Sarah with her superhuman strength. She threw a man across the room so hard that he died. Takes an incredible amount of force to do that. And what's crazy is she hasn't even realized her strength until now. Like it was dormant until she was pressed. That's what this maze is. Testing superpowers, or rather, superhumans. Creating an environment where they're forced to use their powers. The chupacabras, the giant creature in the lower levels, or even even the soldiers. All just layers of this test. What's the end goal here? Making superheroes? supervillains? Probably war. All of our craziest scientific discoveries tend to be about war. Well, let me know what you think at EscapingDenverPod at gmail.com. For now, let's put a pin in Sarah and play a little catch up with Noah. When we left off on him, Sarah had just bounced and he was left all alone to follow the advice of the ally, our inside man who's been helping Noah for some reason. Her latest direction was for Noah to go beyond the creepy operating theater, deeper into this maze. Because somehow, by continually going down, he'll eventually make his way up and out. I know doesn't make sense to me either.
2: This is messed up. I feel like I'm on the edge of the diving board, looking down at the drop to the pool. Replaying all the worst case scenarios instead of just, you know, jumping. What's given me pause is that I don't even know what the worst cases could be. When you add monsters into the equation, everything is on the table. Speaking of, I found a huge autopsy table under the seating in this operation theater. I'm sure there's a a proper name for the table, but with its stainless steel finish, all I see is autopsy table. It's like 15 feet long and six wide. Kind of telling about how big some of these creatures might be. I'm scared. Freaked the fuck out, actually. I'm standing in a space big enough to be one of those Greek theaters. Used to dissect God knows what in in front of a crowd of God knows who and what I'm afraid of is going beyond that stupid rolling door. Big enough to drive a truck through, so maybe there's a road on the other side that can take me up. Still scared though. I rested, managed a few hours of sleep, drank some water, found a bottle to carry extra. I got my gun. And it's five precious bullets things are as good as they've been minus you know sarah my ribs feel like they've healed up already and my my hand feels good as new but something is going on here either way more time is passing than i think has passed or my healing is getting pretty fast there's almost zero evidence that i've been through what i've been through if I get out of here, people will never believe me. No battle scars. Might as well get this over with. Oh, that air is so warm. And wet. Oh, it feels like the air in a greenhouse. And. Holy hell. It's, uh... It's... Sorry, just... Just trying to process what I'm seeing. It's impossibly large. I can't even see the far side, or... The ceiling, for that matter. There are thousands of... Hanging lights, maybe 70 feet up? I don't... I don't know how they have power, but they do. Above them is just pure darkness. There are also a shit ton of these stone pillars. Thick as redwoods. I guess holding up the roof? That's not the crazy part though. There are these rows of huge domes. Like glass ones. Like when you picture a biodome. That. Hundreds of them. Each as tall as a house. And probably twice as wide. They look tiny under the stone pillars, and they all. And they all have plants tearing through the tops and sides. Like they outgrew their habitats. But actual plants. Down here. Its own ecosystem. There is a road, or what looks like an elevated path. I can't tell how much the drop off is because it's filled with water, making it look like hundreds of little islands with elevated access roads. I'm a bit in awe and terrified to leave this theater, which now feels tiny by comparison. If there's a road, it's got to lead somewhere, right? It's almost beautiful, if it wasn't so terrifying. I can hear water. I feel like that's where the creatures would be, so I'll try to avoid it. Oh, you hear that? I think there's more than one. Do I play dead or something? Run. Agreed. I can't see them. Above you. Why wouldn't there be flying creatures?
0: Next dome on your left.
2: How can I trust you? Perfect. This dome's intact. The way the light pours through, you could swear it's daylight. Warms my face. Feels a little like a display at a museum. The interior is a sandy landscape with a lot of prickly-looking shrubs. Not the tropical feel that I was running past. As I was saying, the the interior is that, and the exterior is all modern. Fire extinguishers, wall-mounted displays, even a phone.
1: What is with this guy in phones? Deserted levels of a secret underground compound, and this is the third phone call he's answering. See, I know who's on the other end of the phone call, but as a thought experiment, let's chat about who we think it could be. The ally, right? She's been good at keeping tabs so far, but would that mean she's working with the voice we heard? He was the one who directed Noah to the desert dome, so he'd have to be. My instinct is that this confirms that the ally is a ruse. Another ploy by the collective, not the Bob Lazar breaking rules to get the truth out that we thought she was. How could she be? If she has additional help, she couldn't exactly be working in secret. And with her being a fake, all the perfectly placed phones begin to make sense. That's my thought process, at
2: least. Always a ringing phone. Hello? You were slow. Okay, so
1: I knew it wasn't the ally. Sue me. I just needed you guys to know what I was thinking, because up until now, only the ally has been calling. And had it been her, that would change things. Instead, we get the voice who told him to run. I'm like 90% sure it's Tunnel Tarzan, because I'm not sure how many people live down here. One already feels like too many. Okay,
2: I'll butt out now. Hello?
0: You were slow.
2: I didn't know where I was going.
0: Why do you keep diving deeper into this labyrinth? In case you haven't realized, you're underground already. Down
2: isn't going to get you up. We're... I'm following the advice of someone on the inside.
0: There are no friends in the test. You've been had, Noah. Then why are you helping me? Because we're not
2: in the test. Where are we? The very heart of something that was once great looks like a bunch of biodomes or whatever. There are 512 domes, each with its own variety of plants and sometimes animals. I've been maintaining them. (laughs) With all due respect, it's looking pretty fucking unmaintained. What the hell was chasing me?
0: A form of priming.
2: Like a monkey? Yes, like a monkey. But it was flying. That's why I said, We can't just... brush past the flying monkeys. Gliding. What? They glide. They don't fly. A distinction that doesn't fucking... Ow! Jesus! What happened? Something just bit my hand. What something? Damn it, that stings. What bit you? This... big worm thing. It was the size of a fucking sausage. Ah, oh, God, that stings.
0: Noah, listen to me. See the large rock formation in the center of the dome? Yeah. You need to get on top of it and lay down. What? Listen to what I'm saying. You're going to start feeling lightheaded soon and you'll pass up quicker than you think.
2: Now move your ass to the rock. Well, fuck. Okay, yeah, I got bit by a worm that I'm guessing is poisonous. Or venomous. Or whatever it is. It hurts. My whole hand has turned red and it's swelling at the bite mark. And now I have to climb up on this stupid rock. Uh, I always have to climb one handed. Okay, uh, yeah, I can't climb and record. Back in a minute. No one never wins.
1: Ever. The guy keeps taking a beating. I knew that desert biome was too good to be true. And can we talk about the biodomes? Wait, even further back. How big is this room? I mean, really. 512 domes, each the size of a house with a lighting grid 70 feet up in the air. Caverns this big don't exist, do they? They Probably do, but they probably have rivers or something running through them. This, this feels man-made. Like those flood protection tunnels beneath Tokyo. Huge, cavernous spaces being supported by hundreds of stone pillars. Each as thick as a bus. Go on, Google it. They really are underground. There's no hiding something like this from satellites. Now, the biodomes. What is going on with those? Are they growing creatures or plants or both? And why would you need that many? Unless... Why didn't I think of this before? Unless this is like some doomsday bunker, and maybe they're building an ark. Of course. At least that's what it must have started as. Giant gliding monkeys didn't make it on the ark the last time around, so they're new. Neither did the chupacabra, for that matter, so... I am gonna have to sit and think on this, to be honest. It doesn't add up. Not that I was expecting it to. And now Noah's bit by some mysterious worm, which is totally venomous. Something I'm learning is that everything down here is trying to kill you. All right. Take it away, Noah.
2: took my hand. I don't know how long I was out, but I woke up without my fucking left hand. It's bandaged. I haven't had the nerve to check yet. He was nice enough to bandage it. Maybe even gave me something for the pain because it doesn't hurt unless I touch it. You have to be kidding me. No! I'm not answering it. You took my goddamn hand. The least you could do is face me. Coward. Moved me to a forest? I can't even see the glass walls. If I hadn't been laying on my back when I woke up, I would have thought the whole dome thing was a dream. But here I am, in the forest dome. I wonder what- Don't know how to answer a phone? Where are you? On my last nerve. You took my hand. You noticed. Yeah, of course I fucking noticed.
0: Then I'm sure you've noticed that it was to save your life. Bullshit. What could I possibly need your hand for? Think. You were bit. The worm. The worm. It's bite is lethal. So yes, I cut off your hand. And what? Now I'll live? If you'd have asked me an hour ago, I would have said no. The poison had spread to your forearm. It had gone gray. So I left you here where it was peaceful, presumably to die. Dead, you screamed.
2: I woke up without my hand.
0: I feel like we're just going in circles. Point is, you should be dead.
2: Oh, yeah, I've noticed that too. This place keeps kicking the shit on me But I keep bouncing back. You're healing fast. You could say that. How fast? I don't know. Fast. Very fucking fast.
0: I didn't know they were this close. If you're healing, then maybe they... Who are they? You know exactly who they are.
2: The Collective. Hey, what do you mean? Oh, it's locked. Locked me in. Alright, fine. Let's see how you handle this rock. Now you lock me in? You gave me no choice. I've literally done nothing to you. I know, and it's not fair.
0: But they're getting close to the end goal, if there are any proof
2: of what they're up to. So, what's their end goal? I I don't understand, I'm just some guy who got taken. No, you might be able to open it. Open what? Can't let what happen. You're going to need to give me something or I'm going to bust the glass and walk out of here.
0: That glass is taking bullets without breaking. I'm confident it you can take whatever you can
2: throw at it. So I'm helpless? No. You're dangerous. Far more dangerous than you can imagine. It's left me with a tough decision to make. Whether or not you let me go?
1: His hand. I mean, he says he did it to save Noah's life, but honestly, who knows? I looked for a worm that is venomous enough to kill you, but didn't come up with much beyond leeches and bloodworms. I mean, there is this legless amphibian that looks a little bit like a worm. Sicilians, if I'm saying that right? Anyways, they're worm like and have venom glands. But I don't think it's enough to kill a man. Definitely not enough to warrant the drastic decision to lop off his hand. If Noah really does heal fast, this this will certainly be a test for it. And as if the hand wasn't enough, our Tunnel Tarzan used the troubling statement, you might be able to open it. Open what? A chest? A door? Some sort of puzzle box? And why Noah? How could healing help you open a thing? I can't quite wrap my head around it. And so now Noah is basically a prisoner again, with one hand, waiting to see if Tunnel Tarzan will let him live. Noah doesn't just dip a toe. When he's in it, he is in it. If you're a zoologist and want to let me know what bit Noah, please shoot me an email to escapingdenverpod at gmail.com. Thank you to Curious Cast for helping to get these messages out and come back in a couple of weeks for another episode of Escaping Denver.